if you were in the Atlanta area, know that the Walk to End Alzheimer's happens on Saturday, this Saturday at the Battery at Truist Park. So if you would like to do your part to eradicate Alzheimer's and raise some money for that purpose, uh, join us on Saturday. If you're not in the Atlanta area, there are Walk to End Alzheimer's events in over 600 communities. So there's definitely something happening near you. Go to alz.org slash walk today. That's alz.org slash walk. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, November 2nd. It is Elizabeth James Dollar's third birthday. She's three. Which is crazy. Three so years crazy. ago, at this time, well, depending on when you're listening to this, we uh, didn't even know we were going to have a baby. No. Like, we thought we were at least three weeks from a scheduled C-section. And then I woke up on November 2nd. It was the very first day of my maternity leave. And I was like, uh, Jeff, I think my water just broke. And I think your first response was, no, it didn't. Are you right. sure? And I was I, like, I was, convi- um, I was convinced she wet her pants or something. I'm like, well, I'm leaking. And then we both cried together. And then I called my doctor and I was like, can I take a shower? Right. <laughs> um, so I took a shower. I remember that. And uh, then we went to the hospital and hours later we had sweet Ellie James. Yeah. What, like 12.15 or something? 12.45. 12.45. I'm not sure what the time is on her birth certificate, but I remember that they scheduled you for, I think, 12.15. So that was when the surgery, yeah. when you were wheeled down to surgery. And then they, a couple minutes later, they walk me down cause, so I could go in and meet Ellie that, at the same time you did, but not be in there for the surgery because I'm not that. I don't know. Thank you. I don't need to see that. I don't. Nope. So, um, but I remember just standing in the hall kind of by myself looking at my phone and around and whatever. And I remember the time. I remember the time was 1238. One, two, three, eight. I wonder if this um, baby is going to be different for you because last time you really didn't know what to expect and you didn't have time to prepare because it was during COVID. You weren't going to any of my doctor's appointments. Now you know for the most part what's going to happen because I'm having another C-section. Um, I'm still not going in early. Like, no, I'm not no. going in early, but like, I wonder if you'll be more like, wow, I'm about to meet my second baby. Or like, I just wonder if you'll be, I don't know, like yeah. if it'll feel different for you this time because you have an awareness of the things that will happen. Like you didn't know when you were going to walk in there. You didn't know when you were going to be but able to hold did, Ellie. Neither like, did you. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. But I was also drugged out. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, yes, I believe in pain meds. Give them all to me. Um, and, but I don't but think, but you didn't know, like, that you were going to be alone with her, like walking her down a hallway. You didn't know, right. you know what I mean? So now that you know all of those things, I wonder how I'll, the experience I'll be, will be different. I'll be less afraid to poke and prod, number two, because there was a time with Ellie where a, where a, a nurse uh, walked us down to from the from where your surgery was to, I guess this waiting room. Yeah, thing. It's like a post op room. Yeah, but it was curtained off. It was a 
it was curtained off and they gave Ellie her first little bath and uh t- took a drop of blood from her and and squirted something up her nose and fixed her umbilical cord bandage and maintenance yeah. right and she got an oil change she got an oil change and and then that woman said okay i'll be back in a minute and then she went to go type her notes in the computer or wherever whatever she had to go do and I just remember standing there with this little tiny thing, think having the thought, am I allowed to touch it? When can I touch it? <laughs> like, what if I'm germy? Um, but not with baby number two. I think I would be like, poke, poke, poke. <laughs> Look at that thing. You know yeah. I mean? um, babies, I think we were both worried that you could like break a baby. No. They're actually pretty resilient. Very And bendy. they're pretty bendy. And like you, you really, they're not as delicate as we thought. Um, you know, yeah. like we're trying to swaddle them up. We're like, don't hurt them. They're not going to get hurt. They're fine. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting, yeah, to see whatever. And I wonder for me, like with the second C-section, I had no concept of time because I just didn't know. And now that I know that it was like 45 minutes probably before I got to see Ellie um, and you because they had to finish the yeah, surgery you, or whatever. You you had anesthesia in you, so that forty five minutes either felt like it felt like a five month minutes. or it felt like three five minutes. minutes. Yeah, five minutes. It felt so fast. And I don't so, think it, I don't think it was that long. You don't? No. It felt like three or four minutes, and it honestly felt like they. I don't think I don't think it was more than twenty minutes. But it was it was a little longer than I thought. So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe my experience won't be any different with this one because I'll still have like the drugs and be like you know, surgery down and kind of in my little twilight state of happiness. Um, but yeah, so it'll be really interesting. But the past three years with Ellie has been nothing short of amazing. Like everybody says the days are long. We I still, haven't, you know, we still haven't done our gratitude. That's fine. I want to talk about Ellie. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I would assume that our gratitude is going to involve her. Yeah, both. We're both grateful for for well, Ellie. Why do you want to say what I'm grateful oh, for? Oh, okay. You already did. No, you I didn't. Did. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Okay. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for your relationship, yours and Ellie's relationship. And I have three specific things that come to mind with that. Um, one, and these are in no particular order, but they're both from all from the past week. Um, my favorite, some of my favorite mental images of the trip that we just went on was walking behind you and Ellie while you guys were holding hands. Because she's a little mini you. She's tiny. And she's holding your hand. And yeah. she's and sometimes like one of the ones that you guys were going to get on a ride or whatever, and she had Bobby, so like Bobby's head was sticking out. Yeah. And then her other hand was in yours. And then uh, one of the other ones was Halloween night when she went through your phone and found a picture of Princess Anna with braids, mm-hmm. and then you braided her hair. Yeah. Which, have you ever braided hair before? Yeah, I braided my own hair. But another person's? I haven't braided a little tiny human's hair before. You did a good job. Thank you. But so, things like that. And then, um, when you just reminded me on the show yesterday, when you and Ellie used to go out to dinners and stuff, and you would send me pictures of her just sitting there looking at you, and she was just so happy. I say used to go out to dinner, like we don't eat anymore. Right. We do. But uh, a couple of times you took her out to this restaurant that's now closed that you loved, uh-huh. and you would send me pictures, and she would always be looking at you with so much love. 
And so, uh, and now she doesn't like me anymore. So (laughs) we've got to get back in our routine. I, you know, everybody says structure is good for kids, right? And I totally believe that. But we have been off our structured routine. What are you grateful for? For two weeks. Let me finish this part. Okay. And Ellie. (laughs) Callie's going to interrupt our routine to talk to us about routine. Yeah. Um, and Ellie just, we got to get back in our routine with her. Like she's just, she's forming habits that I don't think are habits that we want to stick around. And so I'm glad that today starts like somewhat of a normal schedule. She's going back to school today and, and stuff like that. Um, but she is big fan of daddy the past two weeks. And anytime Jeff walks out of the room, she's like, no, I need daddy. And it's just, you know, it hurts my little pregnant heart. That she just wants you. And on the surface, it's so adorable to be wanted. And, uh, but, but, uh, you know, for a day or two, it's fine. But after that, oof, yeah. Boy, it's a, it's a lot of performing. Yeah, it is. Um, and you're a little performance artist for her. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the partnership that we have in raising Ellie Dollar. And I will say, I think that when you have kids, your marriage definitely changes. And there was a transition period for sure. Um, when Ellie came just in our relationship of like, okay, so we've talked about how we want to parent ideally, but when it comes down to things and making decisions together, like that's really hard. And it's definitely a transitional part of marriage is trying to figure out how to like keep a human alive and also align your values that you think you have with your partner and put those on your child with everyone else in their life. Uh, it's a hard thing, and I think we've done a really good job with Ellie, and I feel like we've kind of got our parenting flow down. Um, and I don't – shout out to single parents because I don't know how single parents oh do it. Oh, my God. I can't – I can't wrap my head around being a single parent. I can't either. I mean, I, I really – I have so much respect. It is for little, Especially for littles. For Yeah. Do not understand it. I would like to give you all of the medals and all of the money and all of the homemade chocolate chip cookies and all of the beautiful things. Yeah. I don't understand it. Because we're very lucky that we tag in and out. Yeah. Um, I don't, can I, can I say something uh, that everybody says and you just kind of said it and maybe I'll get messages from listeners who, totally know what I'm talking about, but I don't, it never seemed hard. I don't think it seemed particularly hard either. It never seemed challenging. It never seemed, I never. I I, think we had the bar, first of all, we, we set the bar, I feel like pretty low. We didn't, I don't think we had expectations for parenthood, I think my friends that were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I have friends that just really were not happy about the way parenthood turned out, but I feel like their bar was set so high. I feel like I feel like ours was set low in a good way. So we're like, okay, this will be neat, but we didn't really have any expectations of like this being the best ever. And everybody's like, the days are so long. I'm like, they, they really haven't felt that long to me. Um, they felt really cool and... Um, you know, cause they're like the days are long, but the years are short. I think they both feel really short. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely some days that are t- tougher than others. And I do think that, um, Ellie is chill and cool and f- fit in nicely. Right. Um, I think we got really lucky in that, 
regard. Um, but I don't know. I just don't think I, if I'm being totally honest, I don't understand it when people say, oh, things are just, oh, your marriage gets harder when you have kids or it just doesn't. That's what I just said. <laughs> what? That's what I just said about like marriage, like being a transition because you have to figure out this whole new. But I know, but I don't understand that. You don't? No. It never, it a transition, yes, but it didn't seem to get, like it wasn't more difficult to be married to you. No. It wasn't more difficult to stay married to you. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I just don't, I don't really get that. Yeah. 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 But anyways, uh, Ellie is three, which is so nuts. And if you have been an Upside listener for all three years, thank you for uh, sticking through, uh, starting a business with a toddler, and then getting knocked up in the middle of that has been quite a ride. It has. And we appreciate you taking this ride with us. See, that's where it's difficult. It's difficult to listen to us. Yeah, it is difficult to listen it's difficult to Difficult to listen to us sometimes. Yeah, but, but not today because we're bringing you your favorite thing, a dramatic cookbook reading. I'm going to go with, uh, with a birthday theme, and I found a great story, which I think may actually turn into a tradition, could become a tradition in our house. Oh, okay, so we're not even making fun of this story. We're, we're into this one. Kind of. It's for it's. I mean, we're not make. We don't make fun of all of them. We just make observations. That's true. And we yeah. put a little music behind it, so it's like gives that little extra yeah. dramatic flair. Um. So these are Uncle Jack's. The recipe is Uncle Jack's birthday waffles. Ooh, this is a good one. We love waffles in our house. And I think the last recipe that I read, either while we were in Disney or right before we left for Disney, was it's like the grandma who was chain smoking. Yes. And then there was another one that was a, <laughs> that was like a, a that was my favorite, a chicken noodle soup recipe from 150 years ago or something. Yeah. yeah. Th- this recipe is from 1995 and the person makes many nineties references. So I think you'll enjoy okay, this. Good. It was the summer of 95. The era of fresh prints, high top fades, and neon windbreakers. And that's when Uncle Jack, probably wearing a grungy flannel shirt and tour jeans thinking he was Kurt Cobain, spawned the legend of the birthday waffle. Now these ain't your regular wake up Saturday morning cartoon waffles. No sir, these waffles were epic kind of like watching the Power Rangers morph while listening to Gangsta's Paradise on your Walkman. It started as a way to rebel against the tyranny of the birthday cake. Cakes are conformists, said Uncle Jack. Our family is more Bill and Ted than Martha Stewart, agreed Mom. Uh, Mom agreed. So into the kitchen, he ventured. He armed with a, armed with a waffle iron, and a batter that was mixed with a dash of adventure and a sprinkle of teenage rebellion. Each year on the sacred day of birth, our house would fill with the sweet hypnotic aroma of waffles. These would pull us away from our fierce Nintendo battles and even our Dunkaroos. 
The table would become our canvas and the waffles our medium. Sprinkles, whipped cream, Fruit Loops, and even the occasional Slim Jim Ew. became our paint. <laughs> it wasn't just breakfast. It was an event, a saga, a birthday waffle bonanza. And that's how the tradition was formed. It is forever encrypted into our family's funky folklore, as timeless as the Macarena and as cherished as our worn-out VHS tapes. Wow, that really went all in on the 90s. Well written. Well written. And I like the idea of a waffle bar on someone's birthday. Do you like the idea of a Slim Jim? No, that is disgusting. All right, I right, let's... Make you know what it, I didn't do? What? And we did it yesterday. What? I didn't say, here's what we're going to do today on the upside. Ah, here's well, what we're going to do. <laughs> it's too late. You're already, we're already way into it. It's okay. I'm going to do it anyways. Okay. Here's what we have for you in the upside. It is Ellie Dollar's birthday. So we're going to be talking about that and parenting and all that good stuff uh, for just a minute. Then we have a dramatic cookbook reading for you, birthday edition in honor of Ellie James. We got a little bit of a pregnancy update. Jeff's got a little bit of a life update. We have something that I, it looks like a game or something. A Halloween edition of Back no, in My Day? No, it's an old man gripe. Oh, Jeff has an old man gripe then. And then Jeff, for the very first time, decided that he hates seat recliners. Not true. But he not, has the that's, solution. That's not true. We will dive into that, whether it's true or not. And then we got your three random things for you. We are already about halfway through the show. It's time for a pregnancy update. So as of today, I am 26 weeks pregnant. I feel about 30 plus weeks pregnant. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just put it on there because we haven't talked about it in a while except in passing, but I think people are interested, so... We're going to do a gender reveal next week, right? Correct. I think we... Do you want to do it on my birthday? If you want to. I feel yeah. like that's very anti-Jeff Dollar because you love when birthdays are about you. Okay. We'll do it on... My birthday's on Friday. We'll do it on Monday. Monday or Tuesday. We'll do Tuesday. Gender reveal. So like in Tuesday. two weeks. That's not next Tuesday. Your yeah, birthday is not this Friday. It's next Friday. It's next Friday. So you're we'll saying the Tuesday after that. No, Tuesday oh. before that. Okay, yeah. So we'll do a gender reveal um, on Tuesday, but everything is going uh, according to plan as far as I know. I haven't been to the doctor in a little bit. I am winded all the time. I am uh, having trouble like getting up like I was on the floor playing with Ellie yesterday and then I got up and I was like, oh, this is going to take a second. <laughs> um, but other than that, no complaints. I still think it's rude that people can get sick when they're pregnant. Oh, because you get a cold. Yeah. And you can't, I mean, you can take some stuff, but you did like I haven't. Um, it's just, if you know, you know, it's just like a thing. But Jeff, I'm really excited about your life update. Jeff has some exciting news. I feel I didn't want to talk about this today because it feels uh, rude putting it back to back to your pregnancy update. But no, it's okay I'm giving it. you permission because I think it's really exciting for you. I uh, just hit the 20 pound milestone in my weight loss adventures. I am so proud of you. Thanks. How does it feel? Uh, 20 pounds later. Does it? Yeah. Do you feel different at all? Um, I do. Because I really think, I I think that at some point I will 
look back into the past few years and acknowledge that I was probably in a bigger funk than I thought I was in. Yeah. You know? And um and I and it took me longer to climb and 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 that's not pandemic related. That's not COVID related. I think that might have been um job related, getting yeah. fired related, deciding not to to stay out of radio. Yeah. Um you know, the friendship betrayal stuff, like all of this stuff. And then, you know, like all of that stuff on my plate and then COVID just happened to be kind of the gravy. Yeah. Right. Um, I just think, I think at some point I'll probably look back and go, man, I was in a really, that was a weird spot. Yeah. You know? Um, So you feel like your weight impacts your life because people have asked me that before I don't know why people are so invested in like maybe because everybody at some point has a weight loss story of like wanting to lose weight or whatever so and I don't know that you've ever really talked about it but your weight does impact you and it makes you feel less confident so much less confident and which you know which is frustrating but the the fact that I just made the decision and did it and then started to see results. And I'll tell you, the the key for me is seeing results every single day. Yeah. So I have to weigh myself every single day because that's what, if the scale goes up, it's that's in the back of my head when right. I make decisions over the next 24 hours. You know, mm-hmm. if the scale goes down, that reinforces the decisions that I made the 24 hours prior. Um, so, uh, so I feel almost like this sounds so dramatic, but I almost feel like even though it's only 20 pounds, yeah, it's almost a light at the end of the tunnel. I kind of feel like saying I'm back, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, 20 pounds is a lot of weight. But I feel like. It that's the final step in the emergence of this weird, funky, yeah. COVID gravy job loss blah thing that I don't even think I acknowledged that I was in. Did you, if people missed the episode where you said that you've been kind of like dabbling in that or whatever, um, what have you, what have you changed about your habits? The first thing that I did was um, virtually eliminate uh, any car food. So that's most fast food, yeah. Right. Um, obviously, with a, now a three-year-old and you know hectic schedules and stuff, and we we got to hit the drive-through every now and again. But if we're bringing it home, I kind of that's fine, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I just and then um, I stopped drinking any calories. Uh, so no alcohol no no booze no soft drinks um i'll have a glass of juice every now and again if it's in the house but we used to always have orange juice in the house and i would just have a random glass of orange juice every now and again i've eliminated that um and then weighing myself every day yeah you know um so yeah do you have like a weight goal or you're just gonna keep it up um my goal right now is just another 20 pounds yeah you know and the cool thing about losing like I think it was around the beginning of September yeah that I started so in two months I've lost 
20 pounds, but I think a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Um, so, and it feels like that time flew by. Yeah. So the reality is I could be down another 20 pounds by the end of January mm-hmm. by the time baby number two arrives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, I'm, and, and that's going to be here before we know it. So, yeah. Yeah, so. I think consistency is a big part of it. We've heard, um, I mean, you've found that in your previous weight loss journeys and then the people that have done October Lucians that have really wanted to or needed to medically lose a life-changing amount of weight. Like I'll never forget the first year we had an upside listener that called us that said, or the second year, I guess, that called us and said, I jumped on October Lucians last year and my goal was to just walk every day. So I started taking my dog for a walk every day outside. Um, and she lost like a hundred pounds or something like crazy. And, and her dog lost like a dozen pounds. Yeah. And her dog lost weight and she was like, it's life changing for me. And I really didn't do a whole lot, but I just did it consistently and I walked and it was a tremendous result and it was super cool. So I'm really proud of you. Um, and if you need some motivation, know that Jeff's alongside there with you. Um, I'll probably be alongside everybody in, in February, um, or March, but Right now, I think that's kind of frowned upon. We love our Hatch projects so much. We actually traveled with one of them to Disney. We 100% did. And, you know, like we talk about all the time how our sleep is important, right? But sleep, we don't take a vacation from good sleep in this house. We do not. We travel with our Hatch because we love it. Ellie loves it. We're just a Hatch family at this point. I think we have three in our house right now. We do. We have the original, the OG, the original one. And then uh, Ellie has the version two, the new original one, whatever that one is called. And then in our bedroom, we have the one that looks like a work of art for us, the grown-up one. We does. We do. We have the Hatch Restore 2, and it helps you take control of your sleep habits, wakes you up refreshed. You can meditate. There's all these different sounds. And let me tell you, in 2023, about to be 2024, there's no excuse for not getting good sleep when there are such amazing tools that can help take you there. Think of Hatch Restore 2 as your bedside sleep guide, your ally in rest. The innovative all-in-one dream machine is a sophisticated sound machine. It's a light and alarm clock, beautifully designed for your bedside table. And as we all know, good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself, which is why the Hatch Restore 2 was engineered to help you form healthy sleep habits for life. It also gets you up with natural light and sound cues, which is so much better than that jarring alarm and the jarring snooze that I uh, used to do 20 million times a morning. And it coaches you through meditations and mindfulness exercises, which is a game changer for sleep. Right now, Hatch is offering upside listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. De- sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash upside to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. Okay, Jeff Dollar, we got our very first HelloFresh shipment in. And I'm excited because I feel like, you know, there was a time in our relationship where you and I were equally dividing the cooking. I was contributing a little more. And just being totally honest, right now, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm working on cooking this baby. Work is not. So the dinners in our house and like Ellie's lunches and stuff like that, they kind of fall all on you for the time being. 
Now, you love to cook. Yeah. So the good thing about HelloFresh is that you can still cook. You just don't have to go to the grocery store. And you don't have to find a recipe and decide what we're going to have, which I feel that's, like is more than half the battle. That's the downfall of the of, of cooking at home for me. It's I, I will spend an hour in the kitchen putting a meal together. You love it. The problem is deciding at 3 p.m. what you're going to have for dinner at 6 p.m. and then realizing sometime between 3 and 5, you got to run to the store. Because there is no run to the store, especially if you live someplace like Atlanta at rush hour. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. We probably go to the grocery store, one of us, at least three or four times a week. It's Like, it's really bad. It's a waste of time. So we're going to try out HelloFresh, and I'm excited that you get to cook. That it's decided for us, right? You get to like pick the meals and then they just send them to your door. So we're going to see how many times we can cut our, our grocery shopping down to a week. Um, so we got our recipes. We got three yesterday. Ready? I'm going to read you the first one. Chicken sausage spaghetti bolognese with zucchini and parmesan. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Um, so here you can, I will give you like the little, they send you like a little card or whatever with it. Um so it kind of shows you pictures of what your recipe should look like as you're going through it, which I'm not sure you need. I would definitely need that. Uh, but it lists your ingredients. They all came pre-measured out, like the spices, pre-measured, easy breezy. Um, and that looks really good. Like the meat came fresh. Five-minute prep time and 30-minute cook time. I'm all about it. So uh, this will be dinner Tonight, chicken, sausage, spaghetti, bolognese. If you would like to save money on your first HelloFresh order, guess what? We've got ourselves a code. And it's not just any code. It's a 50% off code, which to me, that's the best deal you're going to get, right? Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Upside, 50Upside, and use the code 50Upside on top of that for 50% off plus Free shipping, which I also love. This is America's number one meal kit for a reason. And I have seen over on Instagram the past week since we've been working with them, how many people love HelloFresh and they've been getting it for years. It's time to get on the bandwagon. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Upside and use the code 50Upside for 50% off plus free shipping. Everything that we cook in our house, we cook on Caraway Cookware. Now, it originally made its way to our kitchen because it's so pretty. Um, it is gorgeous, and you know I love pretty things, so I got this like beautiful cream set for our kitchen. But it stayed in our kitchen because it's not made with anything toxic. So it is safer than any typical nonstick cookware. They have like a ceramic coating or something on it that means you don't have to use a ton of oil or butter to cook with it. I uh, use none. When I cook my eggs in the morning, I use zero oil, zero butter. I just put the eggs in the pan. And uh, But there's no... Um, like a coating that scrapes off and gets into your food, Ugh. which if you've ever had nonstick cookware, you've seen, you've, you, you know. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, so over 50,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 or use upside 10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. The back in my day thing that you thought was a game yeah. was just me saying, back in my day, when you went trick-or-treating, you had to do some, you had to go to the doorbell or the door and knock and say trick-or-treat. If we went to 30 houses on Tuesday night, 24 of them, 
20 of them just had bowl, unmanned bowls sitting on the doorstep or at the end of the driveway. And I think that's a sign of a good Halloween neighborhood. Is it? I think so, because I think that means that everybody was out trick-or-treating, which means we have a lot of like kids in our neighborhood, which was really cool. I remember when I was a kid, um, my parents, like all the neighborhood kids, would there would be some sort of like Halloween party, and we'd all basically be quote-unquote released at the same time. So more or less, everyone on our street was going to the same house, and before the kids would get to my parents' house, one of my parents would be in charge of like running home to be the one to answer running the door. Ahead, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like people do that anymore. I feel like, you know. Both parents go and the house is unmanned. Yeah. The only bummer about that was we did see one pack of 12-year-old boys. That yeah. were, I mean, they were roving the neighborhood like a pack of, of rabid wolves, yeah. uh, rabid coyotes, right, yeah. out looking for their next meal. And we got to a house right after they hit it, and there there was a big bowl, and at the bottom of the bowl were like two little lonely pieces of candy. Yeah, and it's – I And I'm – you know what? I'm not – to be if I'm being totally honest, I'm not even mad at those kids. I feel like that's your job as a 12-year-old boy – so just get as much candy as humanly possible. Yeah, it's rude and it's jacked up and your parents should have taught you better, but you're also you're you're being in a that kid. weird in-between yeah. age. Uh, I, I did know. read something cool that was like, if you have teenagers show up at your house, like don't make comments about how they're too old or whatever because they're choosing to be a kid over choosing whatever else they could be doing. And that's a really cool thing that we should be encouraging kids to do. Like, you want to come to my house and you're 16 – Help yourself to some candy. I love that you're out trick-or-treating. I love that you're being a kid. Let them be little. I'm all about that. I hear your three random things for today. Uh, Number one, if you're feeling angry, here are some specific foods that you can eat that will make you feel less angry. Cold cuts, spinach, and strawberries. All three of those work to stabilize blood sugar. Which Strawberries can, are like one of my favorite foods of all time. Which can affect your mood. Uh, drink green tea because it increases your brain's alpha waves, which aid in relaxation. And salmon keeps brain cells healthy, which can help reduce aggression. Your second random thing for today is that Aldi has released their advent calendars. And I don't know if you remember, but last year, it was either last year or the year before, this was like a huge deal because they have all these like crazy um like advent calendars for different things like different strokes for different folks um i kind of want to get my dad the wine advent calendar it's 60 bucks and it's 24 single serving bottle of red and white wines that's cute i feel like he would like that my dad's like always on the hunt for a good like ten dollar bottle of wine but by the time you're sharing this these have already been out for 24 hours so they're probably sold out right isn't it i don't know I we live so. walking distance to an Aldi. You should go. I know. I should go. I, okay, I have a confession. I'm secretly intimidated to shop at Aldi. Why? I used to be secretly intimidated to shop at Whole Foods because I feel like I don't know the system. And like you have to have like a quarter. And then what if I do it wrong with like the shopping cart? I don't know like the rules for Aldi. The only rule that you have to remember is you have to bring your own bags. Yeah, see, I wouldn't remember. I, I don't know. Anyways, they have a hot sauce advent calendar, the wine advent calendar. They have a cheese advent calendar, a beer advent calendar, a dog advent calendar, a kid's one, a fancy chocolate one, and a coffee one. So that's kind of like a fun thing for your family. Like everybody's cheap. I never had an advent calendar as a kid. I always wanted one. So, you know, I can't do the wine one. Maybe I'll go get myself we, an advent calendar. We did buy an advent calendar, or I did, at Costco a couple weeks ago because last year, we ordered one at the last minute. We forgot. It was all that was left, and, and it was a cheapie. 
and um, it obviously got rattled a little bit in shipping because we opened up day number one and there was no chocolate. And there were like seven on day 13. Right. Ellie's like, what is this thing? We're like, uh. It's a special advent calendar. And if you're, (laughs) if it's a good day, you get no chocolates. If it's a really good day, you get seven. All right, and here is your last random thing for today. Uh, StinkyCandleCompany.com is a real thing. And for $12.99, you can get your hands on some of these candles for the holidays. A chlorine smell, Mm. a gasoline smell, a fart smell, a french fry smell. I actually like the smell of gasoline. Is that weird? Some of these aren't. I, they're stinky, but they're not stinky in a bad way. Like, they have a, um, a grandpa's pipe candle. I'm all about that. Oh, yeah. That would the be smell good. smell of a pipe. Uh-huh. And a money candle. And those are your three random things. You are strong. You are brave. You are kind. And you always belong here.